Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Dumb Bleeps. My name is Nate Thurston. Across from me is Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. We are the co-hosts of this here program, Good Morning Liberty. and Final uh, show of the year. Last show. And it happens to fall on a Friday, which happens to be Dumb Bleep of the Week. Mm. Isn't that crazy how that, that happens? Nice? And um, I have decided, though, I'm not going to make the title Dumb Bleep of the Week for this episode because... Every episode is just Don't Bleep Something right now because we're coming up on Don't Bleep of the Year, Charlie. We're going to be doing it on Monday, January 1st, which means the live group has a long weekend of voting, narrowing this down to the final four. So we can do a very special live episode, I believe, is what we're going to do where people can talk and all that. And we'll talk about the you final four. From the Fed Haters Club. From the Fed Haters Club. Not, yeah. not any of these other... The, these other fake libertarians yeah. or liberty lovers that are listening right now, just the people that are in the Fed Haters Club, uh, will get to talk on the episode and give their opinions on what should be the dumb bleep of the year. I don't know for sure who submitted the, them yet. I went through all of them, and I don't have the the person who submitted. I'm going to wait until we get the winner, and then I'm going to go back to when that one was submitted and figure out who it was because that person gets a trophy. So statistically, it's going to be me or Costco, but we'll figure that out. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, anyway, so it's Dumb Bleep of the Week, and uh, we've got eight submissions for today. Probably going to be a bit of a shorter episode. We're both on holiday vacation time right now. I just woke up. I see you You literally just woke up. Literally. I got here at well, about uh, an hour ago. I got here at 825 this morning, and I didn't have any show notes done, so I didn't want to wake you then. Um, but I got the show notes done in about an hour-ish. I texted you around 9.30, 9.40 and said, hey, I'm at your house. When do you want to do the episode? I'm ready to go. Nothing. Didn't hear anything. Yeah. At around 10, I was like, I'm going to have to call Charlie and wake him up. I can tell. But I told myself, I'm going to wait until 10.30. You know, just a little more time. And so I called at 10.30. Nothing. No answer. Didn't get anything. Um, I was doing some bank stuff. I was like, I'm going to have this send a confirmation text to Charlie and ask him, you know, just for an extra text. But it's not for me. It's from the bank, you know, because your phone number's on there. And uh, so we did that. Nothing. Called you again. Didn't and, get anything. And nothing. Yeah. yeah. Texted you, you know. Nothing. Sent a carrier pigeon down there. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened at all. I don't know what happened to that thing. Okay. It's not coming back. Tornado so, spun up. Anyhow, around 11.30, Charlie texts me and says, oh, I forgot. <laughs> we're going to do an episode today. Yeah. So um, that's that's why we're here. That's why we're making jokes about Charlie sleeping because that's been the day that we're having. But luckily enough, we got... I do have to tell you, though, I was up at 7.30 letting the dogs out. Okay. And then okay. brought the dogs back in and went right back to bed. <laughs> okay. Well, let's... Uh, that's yeah. good. That must have been tough. Mm -hmm. I was actually wondering how the dogs hadn't peed all over the place yet. So that makes more sense no, now. Yeah, I, got I even did the dishes at your house this morning. You did, which Some I thought was weird. It was weird, right? It, yeah. was, it was when I realized I, I couldn't fit the coffee pot in the sink to fill it up with water <laughs> because the dishes were piled so high. And it's a big sink. And it's a really big sink. <laughs> and I had to move things out of the way and there was a smell you know, was there? there was no, a, come on. How many days worth of food sitting in the sink? You're saying there wasn't a smell? A, a day or two. Okay. Come on. Well, all of that food smelled. <laughs> and so I filled up the coffee bottle. I was like, I'm going to do some dishes while I'm waiting on coffee. Oh, my it's God. It's been a busy morning for one of us. Yeah. 
Anyhow, don't believe me. Calling me out in front of the whole show. <laughs> You're All the one right. arguing that there wasn't a smell. You know, it's I, I, I dare you to go down there. I couldn't smell anything. Uh, well, you can't yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, you probably still can mm -hmm. for sure. Okay. Number one, Elizabeth Warren actually has a similar dumb bleep for this similar thing that's going to be in the dumb bleep of the her year. Her dishes finals. are piled up? No, no, is no, that, not her dishes. Is that she what has, you're saying is she similar? Has people for that, that, that take yeah. care of that at her, at her TP where she lives. Uh, but she said the average American pays $140 just to file their taxes each year while giant tax prep companies rake in billions. But it doesn't have to be this way. Next year, the IRS is launching a pilot program to give many taxpayers an option to file for free and directly with the government. <laughs> but, so it's going to be easier to fill out the paperwork? Uh, well, I'm, I'm assuming you'll be able to go online to the IRS's website and file similar to how you do on H&R Block or whatever, only it'll be way more annoying and clunky and the website will crash and you'll uh, upload it and they'll say that they didn't get it and you won't know for sure if it's actually been filed until the men with guns show up at your house. Mm. It'll be something like that. Yeah. Some kind of pilot program. The, the funny part, there's two funny parts about this. One, as someone lined out pretty clearly here from GML with Nate and Charlie at Good AM Liberty, I said, yeah, you have to pay a company 140 bucks to file your paperwork on the $10,000 the government took from you without your permission. If you don't do it, the government will send men with guns to put you in a cage. You should be really mad at the company that charges you $140. Yeah. I, she forgot to say the government rakes in trillions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's talking about these companies making billions while the government's taking in trillions yeah. from your money. I think the new budget's like $6 trillion, <laughs> Something like that. a $2 trillion deficit. Yeah. Just Some, already baked in. Something around there. So that's ridiculous. The other thing is, and I don't know how... And do you guys know the difference between a trillion and a billion? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's like a thousand times more. Yes. It's it's a whole bunch. Yes. Um, so these companies are raking in billions while the government's raking in trillions. Yeah. And you get the... There's another funny part of this, which is there are numerous tax preparation websites, tax filing websites, where it is free to file your taxes federal taxes now where they get you is they'll charge you for your state taxes now we're in tennessee i got no clue what people pay to get their state taxes done because <laughs> we don't have any state taxes and there's quite a few states that are like that but there's a lot of websites that do free federal tax filing as already. long as it's not complicated yeah yeah, yeah. you think the irs is going to be great with your complicated tax filing right you know it's a pilot program for the probably government workers or something to file their taxes no, there's several. Uh, TurboTax, Intuit TurboTax has a free federal filing option. H&R uh, Block has a free federal filing option online. Free Tax USA, which is what my wife and I use every year, is free to file your taxes uh, for federal taxes. They charge you for your state. The IRS is not going to make your state taxes free for you. They're just talking about federal. And so they're going to spend God knows what on a website that's going to suck to start a pilot program to see if they can possibly do what companies have been doing for decades now already to see if you can possibly file it for... Well, why do these companies exist to begin with? Because the tax code sucks. Because it's so complicated <laughs> yeah. anyway. People don't want to go <laughs> sift through it and figure it out. It's not like it's not like I couldn't figure out how to file my own taxes. It's do I want to do that? Yeah, no. The answer is no. That would suck. I'll pay an accountant. 
Now, if you because I have to do business taxes and say, all yeah. kinds of stuff, so it's like I don't want to. I don't want to fill all that stuff out. If you were just well, W-2, like, it's not a big deal if they did a right. good job, you know? Yeah. If you had all your information inputted correctly and they were taking out the right amount and all that. But first off, the real problem is the thousands upon thousands of dollars that you have to give the government with without your permission. Like, they'll put you in jail if you don't do it. And this idea that you should be upset about a company who tries to keep you out of jail by making you pay the right amount to the government... I don't see them as the villain in this scenario. Yeah. The The villain is the government and the insanely complicated tax code. It should be super easy, well, you know? That way the people can find you the know, loopholes. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> zero is pretty easy. You go to, to these uh, tax show, the tax show loopholes. Yeah. What you should do is go to the IRS donation website where you go to donate money to the federal government if you think they are doing a good job. Yeah. They should have a telethon. Mm-hmm. They should give away iPads for donations. <laughs> Why shouldn't they get 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 the donation match? Everything donated in this hour is going to be matched. You know, mm-hmm. they should <laughs> exactly what it should be. Somebody for the Fed haters group says uh, someone who works at a giant tax prep company. I'd love if the code was simpler. My job was obsolete. We don't make hardly any money from individuals. It's all from businesses, mm-hmm. and that's exactly right. Yeah, because people who own businesses. It is complicated. They need to take advantage of any nook and cranny they can for business purposes to keep as much money as you possibly can in the business so that you can keep growing the business. And so you pay people, accountants, who know the tax code well to make sure that you're up to snuff in your business filings. And by the way, no one knows how much taxes you owe. Like the, the government doesn't know. You know, they, they oh, probably... they know. They, well, they might know if they if they'll audit you and, and pay someone a bunch of money to figure it out for you, it, which by the way is your money that they're paying the person to figure it out for you. Still, I like what Tom said here. To be fair, it would be easier if we paid $0 in taxes. That'd be easier, easier for everyone. That's that's a very easy tax code that I think everyone can get behind. Don't believe number two. It's happening. Donald Trump has been removed from the primary ballot in Maine by the Secretary of State. Now I heard... I saw a story that said he was put back on in Colorado or temporarily. I don't know what's going on because the Republicans were uh, suing or filing. So I don't know. It's going to go to the Supreme Court is the answer. And well, um, an appeal has been filed, which means there's an injunction. So they can't remove him from the ballot. Anyway. I saw an actual headline that said he was back on the ballot. Oh, well. So I, I don't know. I didn't actually go all the way through the article. I don't even article. think the ballots are out. <laughs> well, no, the ballots so, aren't out. They haven't been printed. They're, yeah, right. so there is no ballot. Yeah. They haven't been up. loaded onto the no. machines yet that so, we know of. TBD on yeah. the whole ballot thing. And um, honestly, I was thinking about it. if he gets removed from the Democrat states, who cares? Yeah, I mean, these that, don't that's matter. That's not going to matter. What matters is if enough of these states do it, that it becomes commonplace and that actually happens in some important states. Now, these are primary ballots. Do you think this helps or hurts Trump? It, it helps. Yeah, it absolutely helps. All of these things him. help Trump. Yes. And I, we'll, we'll see what happens with the Supreme Court, but You're, like all the other things, I think this is another great thing for his poll numbers. He's a lock in the primary, clearly. He's up by 50, 60 points in some places. Like He's going to win the primary as long as he's allowed to actually be on the ballot in, the, in enough states that matter, uh, he's going to win the primary. What mm-hmm. matters is if this ends up trickling down to the general election and it hits some swing states. That'll be the, 
really important deciding factor yeah. on whether or not we're going to have a civil war. Yeah. We'll see. Trump, um, I think, is going to be taking this. Is it January well, I saw, 4th, I think, 5th, 4th or 5th that we'll be figuring this out? I saw something extremely interesting um, on the Weimar Republic. Yeah. Back before Hitler took over. And wouldn't you know it, they had uh, hate speech laws. That's weird. They, uh, they had organizations like the... Uh, like what we have in America, free speech or whatever. Um, no room for hate speech organizations like that in the Weimar Republic. It only, and they were actual, so Nazis were actually imprisoned. Uh, Hitler was banned from speaking publicly for three years, by the way. Are you tying Trump to Hitler? No, again? what I'm saying okay. is, is that if we start to do these things, it's only going to grow the animosity. It makes it worse. It makes it way worse. Mm -hmm. And people are going to, a lot, honestly, a lot of people are going to vote for someone just out of pure F you to people trying to tell them that they can't. Yeah. Uh, that's what you do when you back a human into a corner. You know, they'll be like, watch this. I, I was thinking earlier, I don't think Trump's going to get my vote. I had thought about an F you vote for Trump several times. I don't think he's going to get it. And to me, it boils down to his insurrection sucked. Like, I want a guy who can do like a real insurrection, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, have we thought about judging this insurrection? It was BS. What kind of guy puts together this kind of a BS insurrection like that? Yeah. I, there's a lot of other words that I didn't want to bleep out. So flagpoles uh, and yeah. stuff like that. Come yeah. on, fire extinguishers. Who cares? You know, real one. Lord, there's got to be people out there that can mount a better insurrection against the U.S. government. And that's the guy I'm wanting to get in there. I don't know who it is yet, but show yourself, please. Oh, uh, Charlie, you want to... It's not going to matter. He's going to win Tennessee anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. I can do whatever. It's fine. All right. Trump's opponents have targeted their efforts to states where it is easiest to object to a candidate's eligibility. In Maine, voters filed their challenges under a state law that allows them to lodge objections with the Secretary of State. Uh, Bellows held an eight-hour-long live-streamed hearing on those challenges on December 15th under provision of that law and determined Thursday that Trump's name cannot appear on Maine's primary ballot. Bellows cited the Colorado decision in reaching her conclusion that the Jan 6 attack was violent enough, potent enough, and long enough to constitute an insurrection. What is the minimum time for something to constitute an insurrection, you think? Is it an hour? If it lasts longer than four hours, you should talk to your doctor about it. That's true. <laughs> and that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't even know, was if, it four if hours? If you have an insurrection that lasts longer than four hours, you should call the Supreme Court. <laughs> you should. Was it longer than four hours even? I don't even know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not an expert <laughs> I'm, I'm, in that area. I so. haven't reached that age yet. You know, yeah. I, don't, I can't, I don't know. Uh, Trump, she said, incited that insurrection by repeatedly and falsely claiming the election was stolen, summoning his supporters to Washington, telling them to fight like hell in a speech just as Congress was preparing to certify Joe Biden's win and criticizing Vice President Mike Pence on social media as the attack unfolded. It wasn't very organized. No, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You know? Mm -hmm. I need a guy that that can better organize the next insurrection because mm -hmm. we're never going to get it done like this. No, you know, uh, yeah, this is all ridiculous. Clearly, there, you know, there's no trial, no nothing, anything like that. They're just uh, saying, okay, well, Colorado did this and they did the legwork on this, so I think we'll take them off. They did have a live stream hearing, I guess. 
an eight hour long live stream hearing and they're going to take him off. We'll see what the uh, SCOTUS says, but the problem, like we mentioned on the last episode, which was a dumb bleep also, it's been a dumb bleep December. Uh, the problem is it's, it's too late now. Trump is already an illegitimate president if he wins because they've been banging the insurrection drum this whole time, the Jan 6 drum, the 91 counts, all that stuff. He's already an illegitimate president. Any people, they've, they're already going after the Supreme Court, talking about the corruption that there is on the Supreme Court. And then on top of that, there's also a little, he was already illegitimate for his four years that he was in there because of because the, he was a Russian spy because Russia, I mean, I know they couldn't prove it, but we all know it's true. Right. Yeah. And uh, they just didn't spend enough money trying to prove it or enough time. This guy, it's, he hasn't been convicted of anything. <laughs> no, nothing. Literally. Uh, to someone's credit, I can't remember the guy's name. A main representative did disagree with this decision. He's a, he is a Democrat. He voted uh, to impeach Trump. And he said he disagreed with this because Trump had not been charged or found guilty of insurrection and that he shouldn't be removed from the ballot, which is what we said last time, too. Like, this is a crime. It's an actual crime. He's been charged with 91 crimes. Not mm -hmm. one of them is insurrection. Right. If they could get him on it, they would. They can't get him on it because they can't get him on it. Because he didn't do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyhow. He didn't engage. And they don't want incitement to go down to this level of the things that Trump said, because the the Democrats are throwing stones in a Democrat glass house mm -hmm. at that time. There's that's a what, heck of a lot of incitement. That's what Costco said here. I'm sure we don't have any videos of Democrats encouraging supporters Did to he? fight like hell. Really? I don't have the chat pulled up. There's yeah. Just so like uh, Nancy Pelosi or uh, Maxine Waters, Maxine Waters. Yeah. Did a lot they, of people. Did they incite the, the BLM riots did Bernie, telling people to never give up. Did Bernie incite someone to go shoot up to, a baseball field full of Republicans to march through the streets? <laughs> so yeah, they don't, they don't want Trump to punch back <sighs> literally. So they can't, Oh, this is a fun one. You'll love this. Cause we're going to talk about women's sports. So that's cool. Uh, there's a video here. I guess the video is fine. The original conversation, I was like, okay, this is a video. But then I saw one of the comments on it, and it opened up a whole can of stuff that we could talk about. Uh, Clay Travis talking about women's basketball is making a bet here that a good state champion caliber high school boys team would smoke the best team in the WNBA. True. You think it's true? Oh, I'd vote on that, yeah. Um, oh, I don't have it pulled up anymore, so we're not going to listen to the video. Anyway, <sighs> that's what he says. And he eventually says he's going to put a million dollars on a line. Uh, your WNBA champion team against the 2024 high school boys state championship team. Uh, you guys win, you get a million bucks. And if his team wins, uh, you all pay me a million and he's going to give it to the boys high school team that wins. And someone responded, calling him a dumb bleep. And here's the top comment. This person... Her Moment Network. Now, this is a Twitter page where you can go and find all kinds of clips and highlights of women playing sports and doing real good and making baskets and whatever other, you know, with their ridiculous three-colored ball and all that kind of stuff that they have. And um, Smaller ball. <laughs> yeah. With their shorter three points and the, all this stuff. And I would assume it's just Same a, size rim, smaller ball. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. I guess I never realized it was a smaller yeah. ball. 
It's an inch smaller in circumference. Huh. I think it's an inch, maybe an inch and a half. Am I right about the three-point line being closer to? Pretty sure it is. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Uh, this person responds, or this group, which is where you can go to watch clips of women playing sports, and they have 2,000 followers. To the contrary, extensive research and analysis proves that ESPN does not, in fact, shove the WNBA or any other women's sports league. Um, that's a lot, lot of parentheses. Uh, down their viewers' throats. Data shows that major networks such as ESPN only provide the WNBA with a fraction of their overall time. Between their daily sports programs, the WNBA is greatly marginalized in terms of coverage and media exposure. This is documented. Even at the height of the WNBA season, WNBA season, ESPN notoriously still provides more visibility and representation to the men's sports leagues. Why do you think that is? Because people don't watch that's the what WNBA. people watch. Yeah. Like if they would have more viewers talking about the women's <laughs> sports, then they would, that's what they would talk about. Yeah. Uh, all the while, WNBA teams are selling out stadiums. I'm going to need a fact check on that one. Uh, breaking viewership records. Breaking their own viewership records. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that here in a sec. WBA teams are selling out stadiums, breaking viewership records. ESPN does not provide adequate coverage or promotion for this great league. They're not given the same visibility as their male counterparts. They're subsidized by their male counterparts. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. I'm pretty sure the NBA gives them like $20 million. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Just to keep them afloat. Otherwise, they're the WNBA is literally insolvent. <laughs> they don't make enough money to actually even pay their players. Well, that's because sports channels refuse to talk about them. <laughs> if they would get talked about uh, more, then more people would watch. Or is it the other way around? Because here's the thing. If people are just clamoring for these clips of women making layups then that's what they would show. They're itching. Because they want to Tweaking. sell. They want, I want to see another layup, you know? <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, then that's what they would show because they want to make money. ESPN is a failing channel in the first place. People keep keeps bouncing around to different owners. And uh, if they could make more money on their ads by showing women playing sports, then that's what they would do. I'm going to run a little experiment right now. Can the women currently watching in the Fed Haters Club can any women in here name five WNBA players? Just five. To be fair, I don't think I can name five NBA players current. <clears throat> I could name so far the first couple. Ladies I could say, name the starting nope. lineup for the 1996 Chicago Bulls if you need me to. Yeah, but um, I don't think I could do this. Uh, what's that one that got traded out of Russian <laughs> prison? That's the biggest trade that ever happened in women's sports. <sighs> One lady said, I can't even name five NBA players. Emmett <laughs> <laughs> Smith. Let alone Sorry. WNBA players. I can't name five NBA players. You can't? No. Really? No. Okay. Well. You know, I was trying. I was like, I'm gonna, no, I'm going to do it. Derrick Henry popped up in my head. <laughs> <laughs> he plays football. Yeah, he plays football. Yeah. Okay. The, okay. The, this goes on. Let's get into the fun part. Oh. The 2023 WNBA Finals series averaged 728,000 viewers per game. No fans? Question mark. He's simply projecting his own bias onto his audience ignorantly. The numbers don't lie. Yeah, they don't. People are watching. They don't. <laughs> they suck. They're right about that. People want more. And media outlets such as ESPN are not forcing the WNBA on absolutely anyone. I guess he maybe said that they were forcing it on people. On the contrary, it's actually the men's leagues that are being forced down everyone's throat. I challenge anyone to watch a single episode of SportsCenter, blah, 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 blah. 
they're not getting the visibility. I love the whole bragging about the WNBA Finals series averaging 728,000 mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. watching. That's about as many listeners as we have on a radio show. <laughs> <That's, yeah. laughs> I, I pulled up this thing about the NBA because everyone's talking about how the NBA ratings <sighs> are taking this massive hit. Like the NBA is just failing. They had to do this crazy in-season tournament this year to try and drum up some talk and remind people that there's games going on. The most watched season over the last 30 years was the 1999 season, I believe, which was a lockout year. There were only 50 games. And that was the highest per game watching they have, which tells you you need to have less games like the NFL. You got the same amount of fans and they're watching way less games. You want to have higher viewership. But anyway, they're not asking for my advice or anything. Yeah. Um, NBA ratings. Well, they had all that China mm-hmm. controversy and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, NBA ratings, uh, deep dive. The regular season average 1.59 million viewers, slightly down in viewership from last season. This is regular season viewership. And it's an article about the ratings taking a nosedive and the NBA being in big trouble. Now it's roughly two and a half times more maybe not two and a half, 2.3 times more than the women's WNBA, WNBA finals gets. Not even, okay, so uh, if anyone's looking for the most unflattering inter- interpretation, the season ranks among the least watched over the past 30 years. Uh, let's see, 1.36 million for 20 to 21. Uh, that's regular season stuff. Uh, NBA finals games from 2002 to 2023. 2023 was 11.64 million average over the final games and uh, the women were at 728,000. So this is um, 11, 11.64 million. Hmm. Um, by the way, 728,000, not the dog on the sport that you like that puts them above what the NHL gets per hmm. game in viewership. Uh, their average is regular like, season, regular season oh. uh, puts them right in line with the finals. The NHL finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was okay. like seven or eight hundred thousand average uh, for the uh, for the finals for the NHL, according to the article I looked at. Uh, but anyway, this is all just some woman hating controversy here. I think that that's it. They're just getting held back, of course, by these chauvinist male chauvinist pigs. From what I can tell. Okay, that's number three. <clears throat> Let's go on to number four. This is one that I saw pop across my feed and I, over Christmas, and. Um, just wanted to make fun of this person real quick. This is someone running for office in Missouri. And uh, here's what they had to say. <clears throat> well, that's not true, you by got? the way. Yeah. What do you got? Um, finals? Let's see. The, the Maybe Stan- it wasn't the finals. Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, <clears throat> they average uh, around three to four million. Okay. So maybe regular season then is what mm-hmm. is what they were closer to. When they make it to game seven, it's almost nine million. Yeah, and I couldn't find the state the uh, stats for the actual NBA championship game either. I just found the finals average, at which there's too many games. Uh, but yeah, okay, so three, four million, something like that for NHL. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I would say yeah, average about three million. Number four, Jonathan Carlin from Missouri. Uh, this guy who is an activist, a progressive activist. I don't know if you noticed, Charlie, we had kind of a warm Christmas. Not a white Christmas. It was a warm Christmas. Was it warm down here in Tennessee? Yeah, global warming. Yeah, it was It was warm up there in Illinois, too. 
Uh, he says, I'll give credit where credit is due. If you're enjoying the 70 degree weather on Christmas Eve in Missouri, thank Tony Lavasco and his climate denying friends. Of course, this is because of the guy that he's running against has somehow found a way to control the weather and cause the 70 degree Christmas to happen. Similar to God. This dangerously warm Christmas Eve has been brought to you by decades of Republican arrogance, neglect, and contempt. I think arrogance is thinking that you're going to like pass a law and the weather's going to change, but <laughs> I don't know. Who had different definitions <laughs> of arrogance? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I just wanted to shed some light on the local election going on in Missouri uh, because this was getting a lot of retweets on Twitter and this constant thing that if we have a warm day that happens, uh, it is because you didn't give the right politicians the right amount of money. If you would have given them the money, they would have made the right decisions in Missouri. This guy looks like he produces enough methane gas to have an effect. <laughs> that was climate. actually the top comment on the post <laughs> already. Yeah. Nice. Um, He's single-handedly is affecting yeah. the climate. I just, with his I'm, own gas production. I think I recognize him from my 600 pound life, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> <sighs> oh man. You know, don't throw, don't throw stones when you live in a gassy house. <laughs> Exactly. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> My grandpa used to say that before he died. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they say. All right. Number five. <clears throat> Go ahead. From the um, <clears throat> the late, great Bernie Sanders. Mr. BS himself. He, he's not dead yet, but he said, uh, I have tested positive for COVID. My symptoms are minimal and I will continue to work from home in Vermont while isolating in accordance with CDC guidance. I am glad to be fully up to date with the vaccine. Still got it. He's, yeah. Yeah. Still He's got up, COVID. Up there making maple syrup on his farm. <laughs> and um, still got COVID. I just... And he's fully up to date with the vaccine. How many boosters does this guy have now? There's. He's probably got five. I think five is the number that everyone's at right now. Hmm. Um, I heard over Christmas break, I won't name any names, but I heard some people talking and they were like, yeah, so-and-so got COVID. You know, and he's, he's, um, I know he's got, been getting all his vaccines and someone responded with, he got COVID and he's, and he, and he had all his vaccines and he still got COVID. And he was like, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, well, I'm glad I got my five shots so far. And like, that was just how the conversation went. It was like, it's just this th thing that you're just supposed to brush over because it was implanted in your head over mm -hmm. however many months and years of time. Yeah. I, when I first read this, I imagined that there was a gun to his head whenever this was typed out. Like someone made him, but I am glad to be fully up to date with the vax. Like you just have to say that. It's, it's 2023. It's a, he posted this on yesterday. Is that December because the symptoms are minimal? I guess so. Maybe that's yeah. why it's, if he wouldn't have had the vaccine, he might die is the thing. So I just... I can't. I think we probably had a post just like this at the end of the year last year, and probably the year before that as well. And you just keep having these people posting about how they got this thing that they got a vaccine for, and thank God they were vaccinated. Mm. Way back when, I know some of the young kids out there might not remember. We used to get told that you weren't going to get COVID if you got the vaccine, because that's what vaccines back when we were kids. Like if you got vac vaccinated for something prevent you were like weren't gonna get that thing you might get a different well, even rachel maddow told us yeah 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 biden told us if you're vaccinated us. you can't get it 
Mm-hmm. And it was actually the vac- vaccinated who became the super spreaders. <laughs> because they thought that they weren't going to get other spread of the They were hopping on airplanes, mm-hmm. traveling over different countries. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> like me. Yeah, like you right like there. Me. Yeah. I wasn't going to call actually, you out. I got COVID right before I went to Italy. Did you? Yeah, that was when we went to Freedom Fest. Oh, yeah. Super spreader event back in July. That was a super spreader. A lot of yeah. people got that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Let's um let's get and on through here. I had just been vaccinated <clears throat> in June. So it was like, I was at peak uh, efficacy of the vaccine <laughs> Yeah, when I got it in late July. That didn't work. It still didn't work. All right. I'm going to play this video from the White House's Twitter account, which is just uh, uncomfortable and weird. And I'm going to talk to you about a trick that so they do. So much mahogany in there. This, I mean, there's, I guarantee you there's a bunch of letter-bound books in there. Mm. Has to be. Yeah. They do this thing in this video that drives me nuts. Uh, but let's hear what the great people at the Biden administration are doing. We're President Biden's cabinet. Of course we launched American Climate Corps, a historic program mobilizing the next generation of climate resilience workers. We're President Biden's cabinet. Of course we're solving the climate crisis by putting young people on the path to good jobs. We're President Biden's cabinet. Of course, we're conserving America's beautiful force, supporting wildfire response, and delivering jobs in rural communities. We're President Biden's cabinet. Of course, we're creating a climate-ready nation and creating jobs at the same time. We're President Biden's cabinet. Of course, we're going to work to empower the next generation of stewards who will protect our lands, waters, and wildlife. We're President Biden's cabinet. Of course, we're increasing access to skills-based training for our future clean energy workforce while saving the planet. Okay. Great video. Such a good video. Mm. Now, of course, they have to do this to get people uh, to deliver jobs. I uh, see what you did there, of course. Of course, they do. And of course, these jobs would never exist if they didn't have the White House Climate Corps. Yeah these extremely valuable jobs to society would not exist if we didn't have President Biden's cabinet doing the White House Climate Corps. And I'm just going to, this has nothing to do with the dumb bleep thing, but they're pulling a, they're, they're pulling like a TV show film trick thing here. It's not a trick, but there's this thing that shows do and that movies do. When you're walking forward towards the camera, it makes the, the viewer feel like the story is moving forward. Like there is like there is something happening at that time. The TV show House does it all the time. There's always these shots of him walking through the hallway, big group of people around him, and they're walking with the camera. They literally only do that because it creates the illusion of the story moving forward, and it makes you feel like that's that's what's happening. And so they had someone tell them this, you know, and each one of these people you can see, they're st- they're standing still, until they tell them that it's time to go. And then they start walking towards the camera right <laughs> after that. And once you once you realize that they're doing this, it, it becomes so ridiculous. I'm just going to turn the volume down on it. But they're like, where's she going? You think she's going somewhere pretty important right now? Why couldn't they just catch her when she sat at the desk? I feel like they she knew that they were going to do this. This guy can't move, but they zoom into him. Did you see that zoom? Yeah. You got to get it closer to the camera. Right there. How about the next person? Is she standing still? Stand, oh, start walking while you're talking right now. It's like this weird marketing illusionary trick that they're trying to pull to 
Once again, where was she? It was like, oh, we found their shoes in the back corner of this thing up here. Come, come she closer. She on the roof? Is she on the White House she's roof? She's on the random roof working hard for people. Yeah. Of course, she's going to do some really. No, she was mid walk. She's she was she was she has mid-walk. a three ring binder. She could actually have an important job. Yeah. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, I just uh, the climate core. We've got some kind of a gun. What's their new gun? Safety so got some of the gun safety thing too that they're doing. You know, as it's only things that they can do. Well, that they've got to do for us to keep us safe, and they're saving the planet. If I so, trust anyone to save planet, it's the Biden administration. Yeah, this is the build back betterest, betterness, betterest. It's the betterest thing that you've seen. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. Welcome to better. This one got popular over our Christmas break. Um, did, did you believe see number seven? Did you see this one anywhere? No, I did not. All right, go ahead. Oh, actually, no, I did. Yes. All right, this is from Blade of the Sun. Although multiple multiple people did tweet about this. A lot of people. Javier Mille continues his fascist rampage in Argentina. Fascist. Mm-hmm. He has authorized the privatizing of all remaining state-owned industries. <gasps> That's mm-hmm. fascist. Yep. To privatize businesses. Privatize. Yeah. Mm. That's hey. his donors cashing in. He has also authorized the sale of all social housing and removed all rent controls. It is going exactly as expected. <laughs> this yeah. guy is ushering in Fasc- Mussolini's dream. <laughs> Fascism. Yeah. It's when you give the uh, business owners control over their own businesses. So it's when you privatize industries mm-hmm. and you you decrease or remove state involvement from the market, yeah. as we know, ties in heavily with fascism. Yeah. <laughs> any, any step down from socialism or communism is only a step down the fascism, God, I these guess. These people have no idea of even definitions. Now, fascism, when it comes to economics, we talk about it all the time. There is private ownership. But it's government control. It's, it's complete. It's like you have to, they tell you to produce this, you got to produce it. Now, we do that a lot. We'll invoke the Defense Production Act or, or we have thousands upon thousands of regulations and stuff like that that we'll control the businesses with and they still have private ownership. And so we kind of have a semi-fascist mm-hmm. economy. They call it a planned economy. Yep. Um, it's, you know, people don't like it when you throw around the F word. So maybe we'll just call it a planned economy. Unless it's people you don't like. Then they like throwing around that word. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, authorizing the sale of the government's houses and authorizing the privatizing of the government's industries that they took from the people who started those <laughs> industries. <laughs> And he's just giving it's them back. Fascism. Like yeah. you're just giving them back to the, either the people started them. Did or you hear this who, guy just laid off 5,000 federal workers? You, I heard it from you. Yeah. I haven't seen it anywhere, but so, I did hear it from you. So that's definitely fascist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you decrease taking government away, size and power. Taking yeah, away people's jobs. I, I don't, we don't even need to check the definition on that. How did this end up in Dumb Leap? I don't know. It doesn't even make any sense. Jeez. Okay. Um, <laughs> thanks to whoever put the trailer for this great looking movie called the American Society of Magical Negroes. The American Society of Magical Negroes. It's a movie coming out. It's from the Associated Press, by the way. Argentina's new president lays off 5,000 government employees hired in 2023 before he took office. (laughs) Okay. So he was like, nope. Uh, All all the people that got hired in 2023 that... Mm. uh, 
that don't need to that don't need to be they here. They don't need to be there because there's no yeah. reason for you to be here. Yeah. See you later. All right. So Dumbleat number eight. This is the last one. We're gonna watch a movie trailer. I got to tell you something about what I did over my break, though, Charlie. Tell me beforehand. I keep see. I've, tell me more. I've seen on X, which is a website, hmm. FKA Twitter. Um, I've seen on X stuff about this movie called Leave the World Behind. And a lot of right wing uh, influencers on Twitter were posting about how the, oh, the Obamas were executive producers on this. And it's this, you know, anti-racism movie or anti-Tesla because these Teslas crash. And the I'm just going to tell you, the people who posted about it, they hadn't, they hadn't watched the movie yet. Just gonna, I watched it with my mom. And I'm highly sensitive to annoying politics in movies. And maybe the, maybe the standard is changing because there's so much politics in Except our the people who didn't watch the Barbie all movie. the time. Yeah, that's true. I went and watched it. Dude, there was like, it wasn't bad. It was a terrible movie. Yeah. No, no, not Barbie. I'm saying no. this leave the world behind movie. It was both better and worse than the happening. At the same time. I don't think I've seen the happening. Oh, don't, don't do it. Because okay. for some reason, you like Mark Wahlberg. But it's not like... And you haven't seen one of the main reasons I hate Mark Wahlberg. Mm. And so just maybe don't do it. Um, so it's nothing like Braveheart, like a classic. No. Amazing film God. that took you forever to watch. God, no. no. It's terrible. And I watched it quick. <laughs> I got it out of the way. Yeah. You know? I like to wait for really good things, <laughs> have anticipation for, yeah. for positive things in the future. Mm. You know, yeah. this one I wanted to get out of the way real quick. that's real an quick. insurrection, by the way. Yeah. You want to watch an insurrection, Braveheart. <laughs> that's know. a good one. Yeah. Anyhow, the Leave the World Behind movie was not overly political. It wasn't even the most political movie I watched. There was like one thing about not trusting white people and it was a joke and it happened for one second in the movie and that was it. And the Tesla's crashing. It's because there was a cyber attack going on and they were hacking cars that had self-driving. That's a possibility of something that could happen. The cars could be hacked and driven by people if they wanted to do that, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about technology, but it sounds like something that could happen. And so I don't think they were trying to take down Tesla or make white people look bad or anything because at the end of the day, everyone got along and with each other. So mm. anyhow... I just wanted to say, maybe don't freak out about every little clip from a movie. And I watched Die Hard 3. There's a scene with Samuel L. Jackson where his uh, nephews come into his shop. They have a stolen stereo that they're wanting to bring to his pawn shop. And uh, he asks them something like, who do we, and you know, who are we not going to trust or who do we not want to help us? And they both say, white people. That was a movie from like the 90s or something like that. And I love that movie. Mm. That was more than what was in that Leave the World Behind movie that everyone was yeah. thousands of retweets about. Watch the movie. But this movie, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to give it any benefit of the doubt because it's called The American Society of Magical Negroes. And it's about a group of people that have to go around making white people feel good so life is easier for everyone. It actually looks like it could be an enjoyable movie, and I actually think it's going to do well because it looks like it's nicely done. But the idea of the movie... <sighs> I'm not going to judge it till I watch it. Yeah, here we go. Because I don't know. 
I know you can feel their discomfort, Aaron. Watching you walk through a room full of white people was the most painful thing I've ever seen. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to take you to a job interview. There's a recruiting class starting right now, and we got to get you in it. Welcome to the American Society of Magical Negroes. I don't really understand. It's easier to say. What's the most dangerous animal on the planet? Sure. White people, when they feel uncomfortable. White people feeling uncomfortable precedes a lot of bad stuff for us. Jesus. That's why we fight white discomfort <laughs> every day. Because the happier they are, the safer we are. The name needs a little updating, maybe like magical black people, or I guess that doesn't have the same ring. You ready? Oh, wow. Your first client is a Jason Munn. His morale is far too low. Hey. Hey. Darn it. I was hoping there was a station right next to him. Oh, is this one spoken for? No. Yeah, it's actually fun and weirdly relaxing. It's like being a secret agent with none of the danger. Hey, I'm Lizzie. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. She's great. Yeah, she's cool. You kidding? Come on, man. She's smart and funny. And... I know what you were doing going on about her. You're trying to set us up. No, no, no. That's not what I was doing. You cannot have a relationship with Lizzie now. Because if you don't put Jason first, everyone's magic will fail. I've always felt like it's my job to make white people feel comfortable. And here it literally is. But maybe it shouldn't be. I got a great plan to ask her out, but I'm gonna need your help. Do you think you can, like, work your magic? Hey, is he talking about me? Hey. Oh my. Wait, are you? But I traveled a long way. Okay, is that enough? Gay. Okay. <laughs> my first reaction <laughs> to this trailer gay. <laughs> so what I pick up from the trailer first off it looks like a, a well done movie I actually think it's going to do well because it looks like it could be funny and 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 whatever what I pick up from the trailer is um, a metaphor for like you take this guy not wanting to get into a relationship or them saying that he can't get into a relationship with this woman that he likes because he his job is to make this white guy feel comfortable and yep. if he doesn't do that then everyone's magic will fail and the society's going to fall apart everyone dies because you know the most dangerous animal on the planet which is white people are going to be <laughs> un uncomfortable and then yep. life is going to be bad for everyone mm -hmm. and uh, so it looks like he's going to learn that he needs to start living life for himself instead of spending his time trying to make white people feel comfortable and I'm I'm assuming that's kind of the idea of the movie or the metaphor of the movie but we haven't seen the movie i'm i'm guessing this one's pretty overtly uh racist slash anti-racist though um i don't just your thoughts on the idea of the movie charlie <clears throat> seems pretty racist <laughs> and gay <laughs> are you saying that 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 is a bad thing uh I, because normally you'd be like, not that there's anything wrong with that. But in this case, it seems like you're using it in like a derogatory way. Like something you don't like. No, it's like the music gay. and everything seemed kind of happy. Like, Oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay. It did feel like a happy kind of upbeat and in your words, gay movie. Yeah. Like Harry Potter. And Magical. so I think, so you're saying other people who want to feel gay are going to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. And maybe this will make all the black people who want to see it feel gay in the process. 
So mm-hmm. any any black people who want to be gay together should go watch this movie. Yeah. Joyful, happy. <laughs> I The premise is the premise is just ridiculous. Um I think. Now I don't know what the whole movie entails. Perhaps it perhaps it's a different kind of message. But Maybe what the, the trailer movie. seems to imply as you mentioned that the most dangerous people are white and the the idea is that black people spend their whole lives just their number one goal is to make sure white people feel comfortable so that they're safe, which yeah, which um I wish they do a better job. Seems ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You know. That does seem ridiculous, doesn't it? Um I mean, you tell me how safe do you feel when you go to Kroger in your town? I feel completely safe as long as I have my gun. <laughs> um I got this cool carry, uh, concealed carry shirt, by the way. It's like an undershirt that you wear tight. It's got a pocket inside here mm-hmm. for putting your gun in there. So. How do you get to your gun if you like wearing a hoodie? You just got to, if something bad happens, you pull your shirt up. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, what the hell is this white people doing? You know, and then they look away. <laughs> and while they're looking away. That's when you get your gun out. Yeah. Where, is there a <laughs> place for the level in there, too? Uh, yeah, on the other side. <laughs> Dual wielding type yeah. shirt that I got. I feel like that only works if you're wearing like a, like a jacket. Like you wear Dude, that shirt and then a jacket. I could pull this shirt up pretty quick. I mean, it doesn't have a pocket in it, but tell me you can't pull your shirt up pretty quick. Girls do it all the time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Ever gone to a concert? What if? Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> pull up one and here with the other did you have you tested it out no what was your reaction who time? do you want me to test it out on <laughs> oh you mean just pulling the gun out a target i don't have to finish yeah. <laughs> i got gotcha. you a target see what um, your reaction time is listen but listen for all we know at the end of the movie uh the black people decide to start living for themselves and not make white people comfortable and what they find out is that the world doesn't fall apart and everyone can just get along and get over their problems. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen the whole movie. And it doesn't matter that they're not doing this. And so maybe that ends up being the message of the movie. Because it seems to allude okay. to at the beginning that that might be the case. And he's like, we'll, well I'm done with this whole magic thing. Like, I need to live real life. Yeah. You know, and that everything ends up fine. I'm assuming people just. I'm assuming at the end of the movie, the whole world doesn't fall apart. And there's like nuclear wars and civil war. It's probably like a happy ending. So according I, to we, the music, so we, what it seems like it was pretty gay. And so we mm-hmm. could actually make the assumption right now, assuming that this is a happy ending, that they decide that they don't have to do this, that they were wrong, that this was necessary. And everyone ends up just living in peace and harmony regardless. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the case. Maybe that's the case. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's get the votes in. We just got eight of them. For the last Dumb Bleep of the Week, go to the Dumb Bleep of the Week voting channel and get your votes in while Charlie's telling us things. Charlie, tell us things. Things. Okay. Things and stuff. All right. We need a little bit more time for people to do, get their votes in. Do stuff and things. I thought you were going to read them off what they were. All the things. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the things that's are, what I was waiting on. Number one was uh, Warren TurboTax. Uh, number two was Chief the Warren, huh? Trump... The uh, maybe her website would be called TP Tax. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, number two was the Trump main ballot thing. 
Number three is the WNBA conversation. Number four was the warm Christmas. Five was the Bernie Vax. Six was the White House Climate Corps. Seven was the fascist melee. Eight was the magical Negroes. Mm. I can say that because that's the name of the movie. Get your votes in. Get your votes in. And uh, hey, by the way, thanks to the new people that signed up for the Fed Haters Club. We love seeing that come in because, listen, that's how we keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's actually important to receive some type of, you know, income from your business every now and then. So you yeah. can then turn around and put it back into the business. So you can grow it yeah. and then you can solve all the world's problems. Mm-hmm. So there's actually $0 going into, going into our pockets. No pocket us. money, yeah. no pocket money for this podcast. One day that's the goal. Yeah. See, this is what people don't understand about business. Like you, like one day if this is, you know, really successful, which is the goal, obviously, of any business, you want to be successful, people are just going to look at you like... Must be nice. Must be nice, you yeah. know? Oh, he makes all that money from that business? But how many years have we spent putting no money in our pockets and yeah. all going back into trying to grow the show more? That trying part, to spread the message that we believe in. While no one's trying to share in the losses with us. No. No one... I mean, that... Well, I mean, the Fed Haters Club, I mean, they're forking over money for yeah. us and all that, but... You, you get the idea. Right. Principle still stands. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> get your votes in. Will I tell you about things and stuff? Those so the are, first stuff that you need to put things in is sharing stuff and things. Yes. This is the season for things. Very important. I hope you got a lot of things for Christmas and stuff. Or if you didn't. For the new year. We hope that you saw the very merry time. Mm-hmm. With family or whoever it is, people and, that were important to you, because it, Christmas is not about receiving and the things gifts. you already have and those things. Being thankful for stuff mm-hmm. that you got previously, yeah, yeah, and the things that surround you, stuff. Yep. Share the show or don't. I don't care. Literally, don't care. This is the I'm ending this year with not caring. Are you going to care next year? Is that a New Year's resolution? You're no, going to no, care? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. You'll find, like this weekend, whatever mood hits you. I'll find out. I'm already fighting the urge to join a gym because I don't know what it is about this time of the year. It makes you think that you're going to turn your life around. You're going to join like the that. gym in my garage? Sure. I got one down there. Let's start working out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make that Definitely part of the show. Definitely going to work out. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do it because it's, it is so overdone to say that you're going to work out and get in good shape right after the new year that I refuse. I'm going to eat every single thing I can find. I'm going to lay around and not do anything because I am a libertarian and I don't let people tell me what my new year's resolutions are supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. Well, there we go. It looks like the magical Negroes are going to win one finally. Okay. (laughs) All right. For for Dumb Leap of the Week. All right. Dumb Leap of the Year (laughs) commences... Commences, yeah, that's right. On, mm-hmm. on January first. Well, it's commenced. It's gonna um, the finals are gonna happen over the weekend. You think we'll get more viewers than WNBA? <laughs> Maybe. The, and then we're going to play for the year finals. The final four <laughs> will happen on Monday with a live group. Yeah. So okay. join so the Fat not- Haters Club over the weekend if you want to have a chance at talking on the podcast or whatever it is we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Share the show or don't. Leave us a rating and review or don't. It's been a fun year, to say the least. And uh, 2024, I think, is going to be 
magical. Our last. Yeah. It's going to be... No. It's going to make for great entertainment. It's going to make for great content if you have a political podcast. It's going to be a really great year as far as that goes. Yeah. I love you and hate you all at the same time. Thanks for a great year. Thanks for keeping Good Morning Liberty going. Um, I actually really do appreciate all of you. I know I joke, but the show would be nothing without people listening to it. Mm -hmm. It would just be me and Nate doing stuff. Yeah. And instead of me and Nate just doing stuff, you guys are all here listening. It's it's us doing stuff while other people watch. They pay the watch. You watch Liberty Only fans kind of thing. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, except Nate isn't taking his shirt off yet. I'm going to, I'll wear my uh, concealed carry thing. So maybe that's something that Nate's part of Nate's resolution for 2024. Liberty, Liberty Only fans. Nate special. Anyway, it's been a good year. Happy New Year. Love all of you. Until next year. I hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.